Hey everyone, and welcome to this Breaking the Barrier Mini. I'm Andrew. I'm Zach. Welcome to the mini episode, a little drop of goodness we put in between your regular full-size episode. Uh, and what we're doing with the minis at the moment is we're talking about one of the most favourite things in the world for Andrew and I right now, The mm. Mandalorian, specifically Season 2, Episodes 3, Episode The Heiress. Andrew, Absolutely. what did you think? Well, I got to tell you, dude, I mean... I, I wanted to watch it a second time, and I actually started watching it uh, yesterday, and I, just, I, I didn't get through it, not through any fault of the episode. I enjoyed it so much more than The Passenger because, uh, dude, like, I, okay, so those of you who are listening to this Geek Corner episode for the first time, uh, spoilers, 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 spoilers. So if you don't want a spoiler, shut this off now. Uh, but I was so excited because there were so many, so many Clone Wars and Rebels references. Like, as soon as Bo-Katan came on, dude, mm. like, I knew, I was like, oh, I know that helmet. I know who that is. And then, dude, when I saw who it was, I love Katie Sackhoff, man. And it's actually funny because I always get her confused with Bryce Dallas Howard. I can say that, yeah. And I, like, I found out when the episode was over, I was like, oh, it was directed by Bre that's so funny yeah um, this episode was like after last week's let's go take a detour and do a bottle episode in a cave it was mm. do you like plot and continuity have all the plot and continuity just take it like a fire hose because we're just going to give yeah. it all to you they smashed so much into those 30 it was, odd minutes it was so like they touched on the type of mandalorian that like that mando was they touched on where these guys came from like it was just, it was such a good, it, everything came together so well. And I mean, like I said, I must admit, I wanted to watch it. The reason that I was saying that I wanted to watch it a second time is because it has been a hot minute since I've watched it. So it's a little bit fuzzy, but I, for whatever reason, whenever I watch television episodes lately, I can't necessarily remember everything. That's called but, getting old. I don't want to go there. I'm not, I'm not accepting that. Um, but like I remember that I remember like the hot moments and how amazing it was. I remember, like it was and again. It was another one of those cool episodes where it threw back to things that I love, like the Quarren. The I think that's how you pronounce them. Those uh, those those aliens or whatever they are. Um, you know, I love those characters. It may it takes me back to uh, Knights of the Old Republic, the video games, and obviously it took me back to Rebels and Clone Wars. And oh my God, um, that that Easter egg at the end of the episode, there you will find blankety blank. And I was like, oh. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, what, what this is really revealing to me now is that I've always considered myself a massive Star Wars fan and, and a real geek. But there is now starting to be levels in the Star Wars universe where if you just stuck to the main movies, there's a lot coming through now in The Mandalorian especially that you won't have picked up on just from watching the main movie. So you're a little bit more in the deep end of the pool on this one, Andrew. Where should people have been going to understand more about this episode, to have more of those light bulb moments other than the yeah. fact that this episode was just awesome in its own rights? Well, it's actually really – it's an interesting point because in our worst of – actually, was it the worst of or was the best of? I remember that I spoke about – having to watch or or read the extended universe stuff to get certain things in the movie. I remember being quite yes. adamant about, I didn't like that. Mm -hmm. But now, uh, you know, because uh, Mills kind of uh, suggested that I watch Clone Wars and Rebels. And so basically I took like three weeks and just destroyed those two series. And I absolutely loved them. Clone Wars, loved it, loved it. Rebels, I enjoyed it. Wasn't as... Uh, 
intense for me as Clone Wars was, but still loved it. Still loved it. Uh, I just couldn't I couldn't get into it, focus as much as I did in Clone Wars. But okay, so I guess the the, the short answer to the question is, um, in terms of getting the most out of these Mandalorian episodes, it is definitely I am really happy that I went and watched Rebels and Clone Wars because, like you, I've always been a bit of a Star Wars connoisseur, <laughs> but with the movies, right? Yeah. Um, and so, and even even those original Ewoks adventures, those movies, like back in the day, which I think we spoke about on the worst of, um, with um, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, so it, it's definitely worth it if you haven't watched Attack of the Clones. And it's an Clone investment. It's an investment, isn't it? Like we're talking about yeah. ten seasons. I think it is between Clone Wars and Rebels, the animated yeah. series. We're talking about yeah. ten seasons of twenty-two episodes of mm. twenty odd minutes. So it's not a little thing. But no, it seems I, to be paying off massively. Like I'm watching you and Daryl and Mills watch The Mandalorian and you're like, wow, we're getting so much out of this. And then I watch Andy, who is also on our Star Wars draft pods, and he has no idea what's going caring. on. But that's just <laughs> Andy. Yeah. He just doesn't care. Uh, but no, it's just really interesting to think about. And I guess I guess this is kind of how we could tie this into a Breaking the Barrier uh, mental episode, uh, is that you never realize sort of how much you're missing out on, on until you actually take the plunge and go for something that you normally wouldn't have done. So, like, yes, I would have enjoyed these episodes had I not watched Clone Wars and Rebels, but now having taken the plunge and watching those, of course there's no real stakes here, but just something little like that, and now all of a sudden watching these episodes, it's like so, like so many little magical nuances that I'm just like, oh, oh, I'm so excited that I get that. That's <laughs> it's so great. And so if you're thinking about you know, trying to get the most out of life. It's always those things that you you experience that maybe you can experience just that little bit more if you take the time to really um, go down those rabbits, uh, rabbit holes, as as it were. Yeah, I mean, that's what we say when we talk about getting into fitness and well-being is mm. go talk to other people, get different perspectives, think about something that you might not have thought yourself and unlock a different perspective. And so, yeah, you can watch the Mandalorian down one track, but you've got all this extra stuff coming in for you because yeah. you went and found, you know, what, four weeks, five weeks to just watch TV nonstop. I mean, who says that won't pay off? <laughs> exactly, right? That's like, that's that's how to really uh, extend your intellectual capabilities there. But to be honest, Andrew, how freaked out were you when baby Yoda, Yoda went into the water? Like how worried were you when that happened? I was like, not okay for a second. <laughs> <laughs> He has like, significant plot armor, but it was still pretty terrifying when he it just was got still thrown pretty, in. It was terrifying. And I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was like, why is this happening right now? Why are they throwing this thing in the thing? Why are they now trapping him? Why? What? 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 Why? Why? Yep. I just didn't under... I, I didn't get what was going on. And I was just like, why is everybody turning on this guy? And, and can we rescue the child, please? Yes. Like, can, can we just relax for a second and rescue the goddamn child? So... It was... Yeah, I mean, here's your obligatory athletics tie-in. Um, Mando's performance in the water, not great. Um, but, no. you know, covered in armor, had a grill over the top of him, the... kept getting stabbed with little sticky yeah. things. Um, how much do you think, how long do you think Mando could have lasted in the water holding his breath? What do you think the world record is for breath holding underwater? Do you know what? Um, well, I know, okay, it's actually funny because I know that Tom Cruise held his breath for like, <laughs> Three minutes or something, so the world record can't be that far behind. Although I, I, I feel like 
there was somebody recently that actually broke an actor that broke that record. I'm sure that that's not the actual world record, but so someone did it on an actress did do it on um, Avatar the movie. So Kate Winslet or something did something pretty that's ridiculous. Right. Yes, it was like yeah. six minutes or something. I was like, are you kidding? Correct. You know what? That just tells me that she didn't have to murder Jack Dawson and Titanic. She could have figured out her <laughs> stuff, and you know. <laughs> well, anyway, well, so so the, the the answer is always with these things is it depends. Um, what's interesting is that they've done tests on this, Andrew, and you can hold your water, you can hold your breath longer if you are in water than if you are on land, because really? when you're in water, a different physiological condition kicks in, which is I'm trying to stop myself from drowning. And mm -hmm. so your body will slow your heart rate and do a whole bunch of other stuff so that you can hold your water. So whenever they do hold your breath records, they never do it just sitting in a chair. They always do it face down in water or underwater okay. or something like that. Interesting. Um, and then the answer is there's two things. There's hmm. non-oxygenated, which is you just basically take a breath and stick your head in the water and away you go. And the world record for that for men is 11 minutes, 35 seconds. Oh, my God. And for women, it's 8 minutes, 23. So if Kate wow. Winslet did six minutes on Avatar, that's pretty good. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. But then there's the assisted world record. And the assisted world record is where people like hyperventilate beforehand and like fill their, their bloodstream. And you don't actually... Like when you come out of the water, you don't actually try and gasp for breath. You actually exhale because you've got so much oxygen in you. And I've the world heard, yeah. record for that is 24 minutes. Oh, my God. Do you know, it's actually it's it's really interesting because that one, uh, that's how like whenever I want to do a goofy. By the way, everybody at home, probably don't try to hold your breath for like uh, this. This is a disclaimer. Just don't be silly. Uh, but whenever I try to hold my breath for an extended period of time, I'll do that what I imagine is similar to that hyperventilation. They want mm. to take a whole bunch of deep breaths and then take that final deep breath to the point where I can't anymore and then suck in just a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And that's that's how I find that I hold my breath the longest. No, certainly nothing close to that, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mando's VO2 max. I know episode 52 you did of this uh, podcast was looking at the VO2 max and what that all means. I can't imagine Mando's was very good after. I mean, he was panicking a lot and there was a lot of yeah. other stuff going on for Although, him. Although, when I see him running in sand, I'm just like, this, he's got to be fit at least. Yeah, he's, he's he's athletic. He's functionally athletic, but I don't think he's that much of a specialist. Um, Fair enough. I think he's got to be good at a whole bunch of other things, yeah. Fair enough. I mean, he's pretty good at rocket flying and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, probably the other question I've got about The Mandalorian right now, Andrew, is, is this the best example ever of a cartoon spin-off now influencing the source material? So you think about it, you think about back in the 80s and the 90s, mm. every major movie had a cartoon spin-off. Ghostbusters had one. Robocop yeah. had one. Yeah. Rambo had one. You know, Teen Wolf had one. Back to the Future had one. But they were like ways for them to make money and toys off kids from more adult films. Mm. I think the only, this is a really one of the only examples I can think of where they did these animated cartoons and were like, oh, yep, yeah, this is a nice way to make money. And now they're yeah. actually tying back into the main continuity enormous yeah. threads from the cartoons. Well, it's actually really interesting because Star Wars did it in such an interesting way because all those cartoons that you were talking about in the 80s, those were actually, the, the, you know, there were the characters from the movies or the television shows um, that just went, you know, right into it. Now, when the, of course, the Star Wars animated stuff, I'm not talking about the stuff, Star Wars cartoons, like in the 70s, like the weird specials no, that they did. But, but there was cartoons in the 80s, like those Ewoks had a couple of years. The Ewoks, like yeah. yeah. But they never really used the original characters. So it's kind of no. like they went in a totally different direction. And then it's just, it, it, it works because we're not relying on that 
original mythos. And it just, because whenever you watch, I find that if, well, I found when I was a kid, I was always disappointed by those cartoons mm-hmm. because I was always expecting the same either music or the same acting, the voices are the same kind of storylines. Half the time they didn't have the same theme music, which is bizarre. No, which is yeah. really weird. It made me so sad. Um, and then so with this one, with the cartoons for Star Wars, it's interesting because you have no expectations because nine times out of ten, a majority of the characters, m- minus a few characters here and there, are completely new that we've never seen. Yeah. So you get to follow them on completely new uh, adventures. And now this idea of, yes... Bringing, bringing essentially what was meant to only be a cartoon or yeah. a video game into live action and continuing that story, yeah. I think is phenomenal. It's just phenomenal because, like, I tell you what, man, the Star Wars franchise has done it right because, I, I mean, I don't know how long The Mandalorian was in the works. I have to imagine years and years because, yeah. you know. There was gonna, but, I think I heard rumors that they remember when they were doing Solo, the spinoff, and Rogue mm, One, they were going to mm. do a Boba Fett movie. And so I, I imagine that, there must be something somewhat connected with this there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think this this is kind of this is kind of like their answer to mm. that. Um, yeah. And it's just it's just because you watch the end of Rebels or Clone Wars, and there's there are of course a few um, loose ends as there are in Star Wars always. Yeah. Um, yeah. But now it's like, oh wow, okay, so we're we're gonna get some answers here. They're this tying cool. them up. I know, yeah. which is which is just crazy. It's crazy. Like we were speaking about it on the the worst of, and we were like, you know, all this retconning. They had no idea they were going to do this thirty years ago. But then when I see stuff like this, I'm like, maybe they planned this whole thing out. Maybe there is a room, a smart room of guys out and girls out the back coming up with all this stuff. And where the I know, end. I was like, maybe I mean, it's not an accident that yeah. this stuff is awesome. Because I mean, think about it. Shishu, 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 she who shall not be named. Are you um, having a stroke? I don't know. That would really slushy there for a second. She, <laughs> she, she who shall not be named, your Star Wars girlfriend, uh, Ahsoka Tan. Yes. She is one of the most beloved characters in Star Wars, and we have <sighs> never seen her physically portrayed on screen. No, no. Ever. And I'm, dude, when that, oh, what, I, I swear to God, I, 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 the only, the only explanation I can give for when they said, there you will find Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. The only explanation I can give for what I did, I, I was fangirling. Really? Did you squeeze? <laughs> I did. I was so yeah. excited. I was like, oh, "We're gonna see a live action," and I don't want to know. I don't want to yeah. know who's gonna play it. I'm not. I'm. I just. You like, don't know who's gonna play it. I don't. I don't. Don't tell oh, me. Oh wow. Okay. You're gonna love it. I've, I deliberately have not looked at IMDb for any of this because right. I just. Okay. Um. So I'm like, I know I've only got like a day. Oh no! It's today. It's tonight. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I better stay off social media because like yeah. I'm so excited to see who plays yeah. it and I'm gonna write letters. I'm gonna call my agent and be like, Can you write letters to whoever's <laughs> playing Ahsoka Tano and tell them how much this is awesome? Because in Clone Wars and Rebels, even the characters you were talking about, like, oh, we get to follow this Jedi we've never seen before. They were in the mm-hmm. background of the Battle of Clone Wars on Genesis yeah, and all like, that sort of stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Pit Fisto and everything, you know, yeah, Squid exactly. Man, he was there. Yeah, so um, we'd seen them before, but we've never seen her portrayed on screen before. So wow. this is enormous. The only thing I can think of that would even come close to this, and maybe this is the equivalent, Batman the Animated Series introduced Harley Quinn. So Harley yeah. Quinn was created as the Joker's girlfriend, and they yeah. went, wow, that seems pretty cool. Let's see what we can do with her. And now she's headlining her own major movies. That's probably the only thing well. I can think of 
that would come close to what we've seen with Clone Wars and Rebels now feeding back into the Mandalorian and the Mandalorian introducing Force healing before Episode Nine came out and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just. It's just amazing how they're tying in. Uh, how they're tying in everything. Um, oh, I, so I guess back to the episode. Uh, I, what was your? What, what do you think was your favorite part? Um, my favorite bit was when the guy, the the troopers who were fighting off the Mandalorians had managed to lock themselves in the cargo bay and they were messaging the captain saying, it's okay, we've got them trapped in the cargo containment area. And the captain was like, you've got them trapped where? And the guy was like, the cargo, and then the people in the cargo containment area opened the door and they got sucked out. I just thought that was beautiful, beat perfect timing of comedy yeah. and action. And oh, it was great. It's just a good, yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And I also liked her interrogating him about where's Gideon and Moff Gideon and, and where's the Darksaber and all that sort of stuff. I thought that was cool. I love those yeah. little plot moments where Mando's trying to save the ship and then they're switching back to her having this very intense personal moment whilst he's doing this big action scene. Yeah, I thought those yeah. were a couple of things that really stuck out with me. Yeah. No, those were good. What about I, you? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, aside from the Ahsoka Tano reveal and the Bo-Katan reveal, um, I'm much easier to please uh, when the child was eating that soup or whatever and that thing just like jumped out at his face and, and, and Mando's Plastic. like, don't play with your food. And he takes it off and the child just looks at him like, what the yeah. hell? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? That wasn't my fault. Yeah. Um, and it was such a nice um, nice change from when he was, you know, or she was eating yeah. the last of a race. Although I got a little bit worried for them when he dropped the child off with them i thought that, that was, was interesting. an interesting move yeah. it was it was amazing how quickly my allegiance when you know i was i was very anti i was team egg last episode i will admit that and then when he got dipped in the water i was like oh no no well, don't don't let him die i don't want him to die no, no, and then he was no. fine again and then i'm yeah. not sure if he was looking at the the offspring of frog lady and Frogman at the end as if this is food or this is a pet or if this is something that's now going to propagate a race i don't know a very complicated feelings about um baby yoda and his food he's like brad pitt He's always eating. He's always he eating. Sings. Yeah. Yeah. Except Baby Yoda doesn't have nearly the same kind of jaw and cheekbones that. Well, he's young. <laughs> that he'll grow into yeah. it, or, or, I, I suppose. Mm. Uh, but yeah, there you go. But just top-notch act action sequences as well. Yeah. Like just yeah. really, really good action sequences. It looks as good this show as anything you would see on the big screen. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. The money I, I am... is dripping off it. Oh, I'm just I'm so amazed by how much they do with this show and to know that most of it's done on a gaming engine like most of what you see is just yep. not there yeah but it just looks so good it's it's just it's a nice throwback to the original series when it first came out and they had to practically do yep. everything I know that that's not what they're doing they're not practice but it looks yep. like they're practically doing things and there, I mean, obviously, there's a lot less CGI in this thing, or at least perceived CGI, than in the prequels were. It's a lot less... It's a lot grittier. I yes. hate using that word because it's used so much, but it's... Like, the, the problem with the prequels for me was that it was all much too bright. Yes, it was too glossy. It was too floaty. It was too shiny. It had no weight. This has yeah. grit and weight, much more like the original trilogy. Mm, mm. Mm. And I get what they were doing in the prequels. Uh, I get it. They needed to show what the world the worlds were like before the empire destroyed everything but yeah so i guess my question is for tonight's episode episode four do you think we will actually get another advancement of the plot or will they do classic mandalorian no sorry you have to go do a side quest on the way i'm i'm so hoping that they don't i feel like though 
my 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 fear is after they've name dropped a huge character and a big reveal my fear is that it'll be one of those episodes where they don't mention it they act as if it hadn't happened and they do some goofy stuff just to fill a week and i'll be so pissed off i will write a letter wow i won't ever mail it but i'll write it (laughs) i will not spend money on a stamp and that letter will be d as in disappointed yes i'm not angry i'm just disappointed don't make me wait that's for this thing that i've paid nothing for (laughs) i don't know i pay my disney plus membership true absolutely twelve dollars a month or whatever it is yes eight seven but all right, so I guess all in all, thumbs up for episode three, yeah. The Heiress. Big fans Did of it. it. Give us more. Absolutely. That Can't little wait. slight downturn in quality lasted a whole week. We're back on top. It's back worth us doing top. this recap every week now because we were like, man, if we're going to have to do like four more of, you know, us being pissed off at Baby Yoda, that's not going to be fun. No, it's not going to be okay. And we're going to lose all love for everything that we yeah. hold dear. So. Cool. Do we have anything more we want to throw out there? I didn't have anything else. I guess uh, stay tuned for, we'll do a full episode sometime this weekend, and then next week we'll do another mini, and we're just going to try and hop back and forth between them. So, yeah. Go back and forth. Yeah, I think on the next episode we'll we'll talk a little bit about what's going on here in Australia, some of the restrictions that have eased, and uh, so you can look forward to that. Yep. But remember, subscribe to the episode wherever you get your podcasts, five-star reviews, wherever you can. We love to read them. And, uh, yeah, that's it for me, Zach. I'll catch you next time. Absolutely. And I've been Andrew and I will also catch you next time. And this has been a great mini. So I, I, I think that that threw me a little bit because normally that comes at the end. I'll catch you next I know, time. I just wanted to throw it in there ahead of you because you always get to say it and I never do. That was just, I just realized what happened. That was a lot of fun. All right. Well, I'll let you have that one. Okay. Well, I guess bye everyone. Okay. Bye.